And uh, happy 4th of July weekend to you. Uh, 888-727-BECK is our phone number on this uh, Independence Day weekend. Uh, hopefully, you'll, you've got, uh, I don't know, some really nice plans lined up. Although, the backyard barbecue thing is out because we didn't hit the numbers that, uh, that the president told us we had to hit in order to do enjoy a barbecue with our friends in the backyard. A small one. Thank well, you, you can if you and your wife live in the same residence. Yes, you go ahead and have the barbecue. But to be clear, but you can't br- invite your children over who don't live in your household. When he talked about July Fourth, he only talked about a small backyard barbecue. Anyway, even if we hit the numbers, it's true. I think there were four people or six people or something, which is in my mind too much. In my mind, too much. I just want to sit back, Pat. How many do you think are okay? Two is two okay. Not in the same backyard, but in oh. backyards. Okay. I think one person in a, in in a per in each backyard. backyard, and you can turn up like maybe you get a speaker or something, so mm-hmm. you can speak really loudly over like a megaphone or a speaker system to talk to the person in the next. As long backyard. as you're properly socially distanced, yeah, right. And you would oh, think yeah. if you're in separate backyards, you would be. Well, like for example, the Tim the Toolman <laughs> Taylor thing that can't happen. <laughs> no, that's way happen. too close because he's right on the other side of the fence. We'll get into this today on the All show. Right. Yes. Stuber gear. Uh, it's Pat and Stu for Glenn. Today and uh, next week, he'll be back in a, a little over a week. Uh, he's taking some time off for the fourth. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K is the number to call. It's an exciting Independence Day weekend. We got a jam-packed show. We'll get to it all uh, coming up in sixty seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. When you go with real estate agents I trust, you might think you're getting a real estate agent, but guess again, what you're really getting is an agent plus an entire team of experts at his or her fingertips. And if you haven't bought or sold a home in a while, you're going to need that those people on your side. When you work with one of their agents, you're going to get an expert in the field. This isn't someone who works, you know, kind of at Starbucks and occasionally moonlights as a real estate agent. We're talking about full-time people who know the market better than anyone else. And in this market, if you're selling a house, you better take advantage of it because it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And if you're buying, you better be careful because you can really overdo it right now. You can get a house that's not worth what I mean, you can really overdo it if you're not careful. Better have the right person on your team. The way to do that is to go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name kind of says it all. Check it out now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Independence Day weekend, uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, sad news, though, as we start the weekend, um, we didn't hit the numbers that our president required of us to go ahead and have 
barbecues in our backyards with uh, a couple of people that we that we care about or at least like and wanted to have over for a burger. We didn't hit those numbers, so you can't do it. Pat, I happen to be of the uh, of the of the idea that you sh- it's way too many way too many people in a backyard if you have multiple people. In a well, backyard. he set up to six. That's if too we many. Would have hit our numbers, but that's that was too many. Too many, Pat. Okay. Too too many, many people. Yeah. You're talking about mm-hmm. six people in one backyard. I mean, maybe if you had ten acres, <laughs> you know, something like mm-hmm. that situation. If you had ten acres, mm-hmm. I personally don't. You don't? I don't. I do not have 10 acres. Do you have a mountain range that cuts through and and gives multiple sections of backyards? Do you think my name is Glenn Beck? No. (laughs) No, I... Oh, this is the Glenn Beck program. I thought maybe... Glenn does have a mountain range Mm -hmm. that cuts through his backyard. But it's not... It's not... That's not appropriate. What I would say is if uh you have a mountain range that cuts it like a pizza... Mm-hmm. into six different slots oh like so you'd need mm-hmm. a mountain range to kind of or like maybe even a forest would work mm-hmm. but it has to cut into multiple different regions of the backyard i don't have that and then one person in each region if you picture like a small <laughs> pizza cut into six slices one person in each area okay. of that backyard uh-huh. if it's divided by some natural mm. uh, barrier for instance if your backyard includes colorado Utah. Okay. Yeah, right. Like if you're the Arizona. federal government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're federal government and you own, let's say, 60% of the western half of the country. Yeah. Then you could you have a could barbecue. You could do this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. because we're all coming together. This is our Independence Day, Pat. <laughs> Otherwise, like, how many do you think are too appropriate? Can two people who live in the same household go into the backyard and have a barbecue? Or is that too many? Is that too much to ask? <sighs> Let, let me just be, because you know we're we're conservatives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we maybe are a little too lackadaisical with our COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. What I would say is, let's say you live on a, a street, and everyone's got a, a decent sized backyard. Mm-hmm. If you were to have a backyard barbecue with one person per backyard, <laughs> I think that would be okay. But separated I, by a fence. Yeah, first of all, yes, yeah. definitely separated by a fence. But it'd be better if maybe you add some plexiglass to the top of that fence as well. Okay. Um, and then in addition to that, you need so to stand in the middle of the yard. Either today or tomorrow, you need to install plexiglass at the top of your fence. Yeah, I, I mean, it should be there already. The fact that it's not already shows that you don't care and you want to kill grandmothers. But I'm saying yeah. you stand yeah. in the middle of the yard, though. Not okay. like the Tim the Toolman Taylor thing. Where, the, not where the neighbor came mm-hmm. up and he poked his nose over the fence. Yeah, you only saw That's his eyes good. for the entire series kind yeah. of peeking over the fence. Mm-hmm. Way too close. Way. Way too close. Mm-hmm. Now... Sure, if you want to look back and and look at some of the scientific data, you might note that there has not been a single case of COVID spread outdoors other than very close conversation in the entire history of the pandemic. But I think six people outside is radical. (laughs) And we didn't hit the number, Pat. We didn't hit the number. We didn't hit the number. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve to have a barbecue in the backyard with friends. Thank you. I don't deserve it. I'm glad you finally said that, Pat. Yeah, because it had to be said. It It really, I feel better now having gotten it off my chest. And here's the thing. Um, The fact that we missed this completely arbitrary number Mm -hmm. uh, by, what, 3%. (laughs) So instead Mm -hmm. of of 70% of people, uh, adults over 18, vaccinated it's 67 percent that's this a, is a massive difference and it really gonna make the difference between a pandemic a raging pandemic and herd immunity pat that's the that's difference. a dang good number 
In the United States of America, yes. that's an incredible number. 67% of adults have really, gotten a vaccine. You know, it's, I, I'm glad you wow. said that. I totally agree with this. I, I, I do at times hesitate because you think like, well, you know, like herd immunity is factors in an entire population. We're yeah. not going to get to herd immunity we're anytime not. soon. Probably never. But, I, you know, but Although, the point is, I will say, mm-hmm. what's his face? Fauci said 70% at the beginning. If you get to 70% of adults, that's pretty dang good. I, I think it's I think it is pretty dang good, especially when you consider that, you know, for most of this time, no one under uh, 17 years old was eligible to even take the vaccine. Yeah. So you can't even look right. at anyone yeah. there. Uh, and you're at. 67% of adults, but more importantly, Pat, and, and we this is something conservatives argued from the very beginning. Look, we have a country here. We have people who are going to be able to, to uh, make their own risks, right? They're going to be able to assess mm-hmm. their own risks. You know, what we really need to do to get this country going again is look at the people who are really vulnerable here. And the people who are really vulnerable are largely people over 65 years old. Right now, currently, at this moment, we have vaccinated 88.2% of people over 65. That is wow. an, an insanely good performance. I mean, I, what what did you expect yeah. in a country where people are allowed to make their own decisions? You expect it to be 100? I mean, there are going to be some people who don't agree with you. Mm-hmm. 88.2% of the most vulnerable people? It's incredible. That's, that, that, that's, an it's am- incredible. that's amazing. And, of course, we've seen the results. I mean, we're, we're down 90% in cases and deaths. Some of them over ninety percent. Some of these margins, uh, yeah. hospitalizations as well. So I they're mean, trying I mean, to scare us though, in yes. back into submission because the people are getting too free again, and yes. we're not completely under their thumb right now. So they're doing the whole Delta variant scare, mm-hmm. the fear mongering on the the Delta variant. You hear it every stinking day. The Delta variant. <laughs> the Delta variant. It's coming. The Delta variant. <laughs> just stop with the Delta variant. But uh, they're not going to stop because they, they want control. In Los Angeles, they've already re-mandated masks uh, if, you're, if you're going indoors anywhere. I just don't think this, any of this stuff is going to work. I, I, I don't feel like they're going to be able to reinstitute these. I think I mean, the Delta no, variant, people are done, look, I think. The Delta variant's up to, what, 25% now of cases. It's going to rise. It's happening, mm-hmm. it's happening in Great Britain right now. And now they have uh, uh, what I would consider a a worse vaccine than the ones that AstraZeneca? we have. AstraZeneca. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's had yeah, its problems. Obviously. I don't think it's terrible, but their situation right now, they are having an influx of cases due to the Delta variant. And what hasn't mm-hmm. moved at all, and we are now a couple weeks past where it should have moved, are deaths and hospitalizations. I mean, it's ticked up a little bit, but mm-hmm. really it hasn't nudged up at all. So we've seen cases go up, but this is really like the old, you know, when, when some of these outbreaks would happen last year people would say like ah is this gonna is this just cases you know it's younger people is it just cases and then the deaths eventually mm-hmm. would rise every single time this time they're not in 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 great britain now who knows will it hold i don't know uh, here we seem to be performing even better because our i think our vaccines are, are better performing vaccines uh through operation warp speed and and all the work that the president did he went he, i heard him on uh, clay and buck the new show uh, in rush limbaugh's time slot talking earlier this week and he was talking uh, about how the media all said this was not possible. They all said a vaccine mm-hmm. in that timeline could not be done under any circumstances. They laughed at him. They laughed at him. They went to. They said Donald Trump was trying to manipulate the science to win an election. 
They accused him of mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Yet here we are, uh, disappointed that only sixty-seven percent of adults are vaccinated by July. Yeah, they—I mean—they had no timeline. Uh, their initial timelines for all of this was supposed to be a release, maybe by the end of twenty twenty-one. Maybe if we're really lucky, by they'll release all of this. Uh, for people yeah they kept telling us oh please the the fastest ever vaccine was developed in four years you can't get it done by the end of the year uh and he did think about this pat i found this to be fascinating the early (laughs) 80s went on and and we just exited pride month and if you know anything about i miss it already I do too. Yeah. I mean, we're 363 days away from I'm Pride Month. I'm going to keep it in my heart all the year, though. You will? I am. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the things that always comes up in Pride Month is the evils of Ronald Reagan. You know, Ronald Reagan didn't even didn't say, even mention the word age until, AIDS until until 1998 but, after he died. After he died. After he, he died, AIDS. he finally yeah. mentioned it <laughs> once, and that was only one time. And there's all these things that go around the. Maybe we should get into this later, but there's all these uh, things that go around the internet that R- Ronald Reagan didn't care about AIDS, and he didn't mention it for all this time. It's not true. He uh, w- like doubled the investment in in more, fighting AIDS more than doubled every every year. Year. Yeah, I mean he, every single year he, he doubled it again yep and the first year it was uh, called a pandemic uh and an epidemic excuse me um he was already investing in it i mean he didn't wait he didn't wait until it was too late he you know he was not asked interesting by any journey journalist throughout the entire 1984 re-election campaign one question about it in any of the debates Mm -hmm. Uh, so like it was not a focus of the country in large part um but it, it's, we it, it's, barely heard about it. Yeah, we didn't know in eighty four. We, we didn't, didn't know anything about it. it. We didn't know what it was at the time. I, mean, I, that, I think the first time we ever heard of it of it was nineteen eighty two. Yeah, maybe. And it wasn't. You know, they didn't know that much about they it. They didn't know much about it. They didn't really know how it spread. And here's the thing that I thought I thought was fascinating: thinking about how far we've come in the early eighties. Uh, AIDS was. They realized AIDS was a thing, mm-hmm. and they started trying to figure out what caused. It took them four years. To identify right. the virus. I mean, in four years, Fauci was saying things like, uh, "We uh, we think it might have come from a toilet seat." I mean, st- yeah. it wasn't exactly that, yeah, but it was, it was stuff like that. Yeah, and we didn't know. I mean, think about we have in this situation, Operation Warp Speed produces uh, multiple effective vaccines in less than a year. And back then, it took four years to even figure out what the virus was, let alone mm-hmm. come up with a vaccine for it, which they still don't have. Yeah. Uh, you know, they still have pretty, they do have pretty effective treatments uh, now that have been developed over time. Uh, but, I, you know, it, we Some are, people live a long time. Yeah, very, very uh, long time. It's no longer the death sentence. I remember watching Magic oh, Johnson. And thinking, uh, oh my God. Oh my God, he's going to be dead in six months. Now you can't even detect the disease in him. Yeah. And we've come it's a amazing. long, long, long way. By the way, I think it's Moderna that is uh, about to enter trials on an uh, mRNA AIDS vaccine, uh, HIV vaccine, a flu vaccine. And there was one other one. Oh, oh wow. Um, uh, melanoma is another one. They're in the middle of trial. Really? Yeah. I, I really, again, I understand wow. that there is a disagree- cancer vaccine. I mean, That's I, amazing. There's a lot of disagreement. I understand in, uh, at times in the audience with, with vaccinations. And, and again, I maintain Mm, I take a cancer vaccine. 
it. <laughs> I'd take it. And I maintain it's 100% your choice to do all of these things or not. And I think that's really, really important in a country like the United States with foundational liberties like we have. Yep. On the other hand, like, I also am really excited about this technology because if it works, there's hope to wipe out all yeah. sorts of diseases that have been around for a really long time. And of course, we should, you know, make sure that all of it's uh, you know, safe and, and everything else. I mean, I think that's very mm -hmm. important. I'm very encouraged by, you know, what the Trump administration was able to do in what I one of the things I love about all this whole story is that. It's the most hated people in the world coming together to do it. I mean, people hate pharmaceutical companies. They hate capitalism. They hate the Trump administration. And mm -hmm. it, it's impossible to tell the story without them. But that mm -hmm. being said, you know, it's up to you, especially now when these things are available. If you don't want to take them, you shouldn't have to take them. And then you assume the risk associated with that. If you want to take them, you should have the ability to take them. And you assume the risks associated with that that is a mm -hmm. that seems like a, a country that's free is what yeah, it, it kind of like. does doesn't it mm -hmm. yeah it kind of does triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k sunshine and backyard cookouts are back in the forecast and blinds.com wants to help you soak up the savings during their fourth of july spectacular with up to 45 percent off everything Transform your backyard into the perfect oasis this summer with their top-selling outdoor shades. Blinds.com makes it a breeze to get made-to-order custom blinds for any room in your home or outdoor space. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com will make ordering custom window treatments online super easy. With free samples, free shipping, and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer. I want you to go there now. Blinds.com. Their 4th of July spectacular. Receive up to 45% off everything at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, it's Pat and Stu uh, for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. You can listen to my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, right before this one uh, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, 6 to 8 Central, uh, or anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. And uh, same with Stu's, Stu Does America uh, program. You can get that anywhere. We love for you to subscribe and rate and review. And how many how many stars are appropriate? My understanding so, is five stars five. is the appropriate five number of is stars. The number. And you can mm -hmm. get a quick review. It's great. Whatever. It doesn't really matter as long as you write something. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And then in addition to that, remember, every time you do something good for the Glenn Beck program, for Pat Gray Unleashed, for Studios America, you're hurting someone else. And that's the <laughs> that's the thing you need to remember. It's not just about good things for us. It's about bad things for Rachel Maddow. Yeah. Or AOC. I mean, she could look mm. at that and think what whatever and like you know like whatever 
and that would be fun. That would be Wouldn't fun. Wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> yeah, that would be, be very enjoyable. You get her into a like whatever cycle for about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Like when she was looking at the garbage disposal, dumbfounded. Yeah. Like what, whatever. Like what? What is this Wait, noise? What? There's that crunching noise coming out of this? <laughs> like what is going on? You know, the disposal's only been around since about 1950. So she may not have heard about it yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty new. It's a newfangled gadget that uh you know has been around what 70 years uh so and i think look, you can't blame her for not knowing what it was i think aoc does a great job you know mm-hmm. she really mm-hmm. does a wonderful job like when the other the other day when she was just like i i don't mind having republicans on the january 6th commission but we have to make sure that some of them that were involved in it are not on the commission because <laughs> some of them look like they were involved in it like okay you're a congresswoman you're not you're not currently still working at the bar <laughs> So, like, maybe, I don't know, don't blame, don't accuse uh, mm-hmm. sitting congressmen of uh, being involved in the January 6th riots unless you have, I don't know, some evidence. Well, how many, how many shots have shown Ted Cruz out there with a, with a flagpole uh, whacking somebody over the head? <laughs> true, Ted, I mean, how many shots? I, I, you know, I, I had forgotten that Ted Cruz tried to kill AOC that yeah, day. Yeah. You, I, I, you tried to kill me. This is I mean, she, so ridiculous. She is insane. It's amazing to see the left uh, and the president uh, in particular be terrified of her. Oh, she is. Uh, they can't yeah, they say they're they terrified. They can't it. like when someone uh, we were talking about this a little bit on News and Why It Matters yesterday. Uh, we were on with uh, Sarah Gonzalez talking about the news <laughs> of the day and they played the clip of Jen Psaki uh, once again acting as if it was Republicans who wanted to defund the police. <laughs> it's like, what? Mm. And they can't bring themselves to say, look. The squad, obviously, you're talking about the squad who was saying to fund the police. The squad are a bunch of morons. Right. We didn't say that. Now, look, they're stretching the truth to say that they are not interested in this. But there's an easy point to make if they weren't terrified of AOC and Presley and Omar mm-hmm. and, and the whole uh, group by just saying, look, there's a difference between us and the hardcore socialists who call themselves Democrats. They can't bring themselves to do it because... There really isn't much difference there. No. There really isn't. And they're afraid of what will happen to them if they say there is a difference. Yeah. They, you know, they'll get bludgeoned to death on Twitter. Everybody oh, God, is so uh, deathly afraid of what people are going to say about them on Twitter. I know. Twitter is like the most powerful force in the universe right now. If I mean, if you are a politician or uh, the head of a company, you can't handle... Any kind of negative response from Twitter when you should just completely ignore it and you'll be fine. We talked about that Barry Weiss podcast yesterday and she made the point that, you know, the Tom Cotton op-ed is a great example of this. Tom Cotton actually got by the editors of the New York Times. His op-ed was printed, right? Mm -hmm. But in reality, the editor of the New York Times is Twitter. It's, right. it's just Twitter. Twitter told them they couldn't put that in the New York Times, so then they took it out of the New York Times. Their That's editor, the one they hired to do the job and then fired after this, he was fine with the op-ed. It was, the, yeah. it was Twitter afterwards that said, no, actually, you're not allowed to put that in there. Take it out. And they did. Hey, I'm, Amazing. I, I, I can't wait for the time, and maybe it'll never come, when people realize Twitter is not real life. Mm. Twitter is not reality, and it's it's not what everybody thinks. There's a small percentage of people on Twitter. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
So there is a great service out there. It is called VidAngel. It allows you to skip unacceptable stuff in movies and TV shows. And you know what I mean when I say unacceptable. The blood, the gore, the salty language, the risque, Mrs. Robinson, are you trying to seduce me moments? Well, that's where VidAngel gets in. You get to watch the show or the movie you want. But you can filter out all the stuff you don't want, and you decide where that line is. VidAngel is so easy to set up that anyone can do it. It's a piece of cake. You just go to vidangelbeck.com, you sign up, you connect your streaming services, you set your filters, and that's it. You've just made a movie a lot friendlier. You can watch all those movies that you've wanted to watch, edited really by you through VidAngel. If you go to vidangelbeck.com today, you enter the promo code Beck at checkout, you're going to get 50% off your first three months. Don't worry, though. You can cancel at any time. Just go say yes to your kids with VidAngel. Your daily antidote to the socialism virus. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, Joined by our friend Jeff Fisher. Uh, Jeffy here to uh, chew the fat. Friend? Or is it this? (laughs) Yeah, hey. This was my show. I'd play the Jeffy introduction. Oh, no. No, nah, it might be a little okay. too long for yeah, this. Yeah, it's too long. Think? For this. It's, well, let's try it. Here it is. This is the big intro to chewing the fat. Chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. A children's chorus. Huh? Wow! Come on. Yeah, it's really it's a professional music Where's intro for a professional stew? broadcaster. It's a good point. It's more yeah. refined than I would picture a Jeffy yeah. Open. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait till you get to the crescendo here, because it's you're truly going to be stunned. (laughs) What's the story behind this? It's just a. (laughs) Story is we can't do the music we want. (laughs) So. So. So we do this, right? But I'm saying, what's the story behind the behind actual the, chorus? It's just a, it's just a children's school band, uh, school band you know that uh, performance th- that the parents were dang proud of. They did their best playing but, uh, Space Odyssey. Uh, 2001. <laughs> I mean, if your kid is in that <laughs> orchestra, how wouldn't you have been proud? You? How proud would you be? Hey, you Thank just you. got your music played on a national radio That's show. Right. It's pretty good. That's right. Thank you. And it's time to chew the fat uh, with Jeffy. First, I want to start off with saying, if you were to find, let's say, $21,000 in the bathroom of a subway, would you turn it in? Yes. Would you? Mm -hmm. Because you'd be dumb. Why would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) There's a story about a lady who found $21,000 in a small town here just outside of DFW and Mm. in a subway bathroom. And... We don't have she, subways here. What do you mean? Tuned it, she turned it in. Subway restaurant. Subway restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And she turned it in. Now, my... Seems like a good thing, like she's being an upstanding citizen. If you were a person <clears throat> who left $21,000 in the subway bathroom, mm-hmm. you deserve to lose $21,000. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, the you guy know, came I... back. She turned it in. The mm. police were there. The guy came back. The police... Apparently, he was off to buy a used car right Uh yes okay uh Uh, now you know a lot of my chewing the fat listeners said uh, you know she was actually a listener and did it right she may have found more than twenty one thousand dollars and just turned in twenty one thousand to look good because that's a plan from you know if you find money 
Like say when you know money trucks tip over that happen from time to time, you every they always well, don't. You have to turn in the money you picked up because people stop and pick up the money sure. that's all over the road. Mm-hmm. But that's the plan. You just drive up and say, "Yeah, I got carried away. Here's I picked up this money." But you don't turn it all in. That would yeah. be dumb. <laughs> you just give them a little bit. And say here, yeah, you're uh, right. I got carried away. Your moral that's standards yeah. are almost too high. Almost, <laughs> almost too high. <laughs> that's just dumb. Why would you take the time to pick it up and then turn it all in? It's a, it's a fascinating sense. question. Mm-hmm. It really it doesn't is. Doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> did you get a reward or something? Yeah, the guy did give her five hundred bucks, and he said he was going to buy a used car. That's what he was doing. That's why he left it there. Because of course, the police asked, "Why were you traveling with that twenty one thousand dollars?" It's none of your stinking I business. Know. What are you going to do? Take it from me in this civil asset all, forfeiture yes. situation? Is that what you're going to do? Yes. Don't tempt, no. Don't tempt I know. Them. I know. Because yes, their he answer was is lucky yes. To get it back, right? Yeah. Man, that just, it's not, it's it's so un-American and so unconstitutional that I can't even believe we have to be discussing it. I know. I know. But on the other hand, if you lose 21,000, if you leave 21,000 in the bathroom, you deserve deserve to lose it. it. I I will say this uh, in your defense, and I don't like to ever defend Jeff Fisher of the Chewing the Fat podcast, Mm -hmm. but what I will say is... At least for myself, I would t- I, I absolutely would say take that standard. Like if I left twenty one thousand dollars in a bathroom somehow, I would absolutely one hundred percent blame myself and for leaving it gone. there and figure it's gone. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. if the person didn't turn it in, I would be pissed about it. But I would also realize it's not their fault as much as it's my fault. Right. Yeah. I gave them the opportunity there. This yeah. uh, you gotta you gotta have some responsibility for if you're carrying around twenty one thousand dollars and putting it in a you're bathroom stall, it in the subway bathroom. I, no, you know, Come but on, that's no. an honest person who's turning that in. That's a, that that's hard to do, right? If you got twenty one thousand dollars in cash, there's no way it can be traced back to you. You could just walk out with it. You could. What an honest person. That's awesome. I know. It was so it's nice honest. of her. Yeah, it feels it great. Was. I was happy for. Her. <laughs> The only reason we know about it is because she turned it in. Dumb. Uh-huh. Hey, if you're looking for a gig, though, and you need, say you lost $21,000 mm-hmm. in uh, in the subway bathroom and you need a job, uh, Big Tech has got some jobs open in, uh, in Washington, D.C. Uh, Amazon's got 76 openings for government affairs. Uh, Apple has 98 openings for government affairs. <laughs> Facebook has 583 openings for public policy managers, and uh, Google has 103 openings for public policy managers. So there's, you know, there's work to be had. And I won't hear, I won't hear that social media is in bed with the government. I won't hear of it. I don't want to hear oh, that no, they have no. anything to do with no, it. No, you're talking about a few thousand people. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, come on. Thank you. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous, but it's a good gig, right? I mean, as a side note, too, another gig that if you're looking for a job, you might want to head down to Florida if you're a building inspector because uh, they're going to be inspecting all buildings oh, in Florida yeah, up and down man. the coast now. No kidding. Uh, so that's uh, that might be a good job uh, to go down to Florida and say, hey, I'm a building inspector. They, and I guess I did inspect this building, right? I mean, I heard one of a yes. building inspector say, yes, we inspected it. it. We saw some issues, but we did not think it was going to collapse. Correct. And and the, even just within a couple of days of uh, before it collapsed, he saw the damage. There were pictures posted of the damage in the pool room and yeah. everything. And he was saying how bad it was. And even and they knew that it was bad. They'd put it off for several years. They've been you know doing a little bit of maintenance, but not what really needed to be done. It was going to be millions of dollars. The owners were going to have to put in a bunch of money. 
And so they were, you know, they were to believe that they were on it. Right. And I guess that the policy is every 40 years they go through a full <laughs> uh, a full check. It's like, right. ah, it seems like maybe that's you a little too long. that up a little bit? Yeah. yeah like maybe 20? I went to, uh, um, you've got one of these stories that happens and then it sends you on this like, long Every internet day yeah, it happens all the time where you're just on this long internet trail of of reading about things or watching videos about things that you'd never ever consider thinking about before yep so i went on one of these on reinforced concrete the other day okay. now you want to talk about a, what guy a fascinating who, topic I, oh man you know yeah. reinforced concrete what the circumference of the rebar that <laughs> yeah. you use in the reinforced concrete <laughs> not that i've ever done that no. okay so one of the things, that when they came up with reinforced concrete and they started building everything out of it, they believed that these buildings would last for a thousand years because you've got concrete mm. plus the steel right. and this is going to be the strongest thing in the world. And over time, what they've realized is because they're, the concrete's not perfect, right. moisture penetrates through the concrete, mm-hmm. it gets to the steel inside, which rusts the steel. And then this, that steel, what, then what it, is reinforcing the concrete, right. Isn't reinforcing it. Then mm-hmm. begins to rust, and then begins to expand, which pushes out on the concrete, mm-hmm. which causes more gaps, which causes more rust. And they're now saying instead of a thousand years, it's more like fifty yeah, to a hundred, maybe. Yeah. And that is going to be. We have a lot of buildings. Yes, we do. That were made out of this mm-hmm. and yes, are still do. made out of this. But, and now they do have ways. They do have ways to right. to help this if they actually do it because the problem is as well you don't see the steel bars they're inside the concrete so you, you can't inspect them and see where the rust is uh so what i guess they have a way of doing it where they actually send electricity through the steel and that somehow <laughs> again i i stopped about this point but it, <laughs> somehow they put the electricity through and it, it it helps alleviate this if they if they know to do it or do it at the right time but like we have you know a lot of buildings built made out of this mm-hmm. material well, that are all at that 50 to 60 in year Florida, level right i mean mm-hmm. that was uh 1980 was boom times oh, yeah. in Florida. they were building left and right and, and i don't know <laughs> if you know that they used to talk about moisture uh getting in and rusting the rebar and the the concrete um florida is a swamp mm. uh so there's plenty of moisture yeah <laughs> and you know i was down in miami for uh for new year's uh, weekend and it was inc- right on the beach right. and it's the it was the windiest place i've ever been in my life like it was as if there was an ongoing hurricane the entire weekend <laughs> <laughs> and it, there wasn't an ongoing hurricane but it was really windy I mean, there's a lot of pressure on these buildings uh, not to mention, obviously, salt water being blown up and everything else. So it yeah. is. It's a and the the period you talk about, uh, Jeffy, in the '80s, boom time, where all of these builders really doing everything up, up on the up and up How at that point. Dare you? How <laughs> <laughs> dare? Yes. I mean, they what, you were. know what? If you watch the documentary series Miami Vice, what you'll know. <laughs> It's that not everyone in Miami in this time was on the up and up. Really? Yeah, it's shocking to hear. Wow. There's a lot going on That's at that time. incredible. Yeah. Really? What, what yeah. could be going on? Yeah, there's an interesting guy who hosted the show. He had a white suit and uh, often a white tie and then a, a teal shirt. 
and it was a very strange combination. But uh, it's fantastic. There's no. Other, I mean, it's just a. It's going to be a nightmare for these buildings. They, you know, they need to be inspected. <clears throat> They're inspecting they, 400 right now. Yeah, and then that's, that's going to expand. Yes, absolutely. Uh, all the way up and down the coast, and so. Oh yeah. I mean, you got 400 buildings just in that area yeah. of Miami to to look at. Uh, and everybody, if you lived on the beach in Miami in one of these buildings that You're were built nervous. around that time. You're a little nervous. I'd be for moving right now. Oh, I lo- I'd be for moving. I love the, I, I thought of you, actually, Jeffy, when <laughs> when they were giving the other advice. Like, Look, you know that other building that's got the same name down the street <laughs> that was built at, at the, the same, same time by the same people? <laughs> yeah. Totally okay. You don't need to evacuate it. It's a beautiful <laughs> building. It's a... It's a <laughs> Yeah. It's the strongest a building ever. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Just fine. stay put. Yeah. No big uh, deal. How about you zip it yeah. and go up to your go up to your apartment, okay? I, I think of myself. There's no way I'm staying in that place. No I don't way. care if I'm sleeping on the beach every night. Yeah. And you There's, might be. I yeah. don't even know if I go back to get my stuff. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going back in that building. Sorry. I know. I'm gonna start over somewhere else. Somewhere else. Absolutely. And yeah. I'd like to congratulate uh well, we can either talk about congestion on the highways or the state of California and their uh, their state-funded travel restrictions. You choose. You get to choose. We can go either Choose one. your news? Choose your news mm. from chewing the fat. You get to have traffic congestion or, well, actually, we can go to traffic congestion because California is in that involved in that, too. Los Angeles has lost its title. It's had a title of the, the, the uh, most congested, most congested uh, roads in 30 years. It lost mm-hmm. its title. To uh, New York. York. Newark. Yep, uh, yeah. fifty-six hours. Uh, Jeez, all of it's a way down because no one was driving. Right. So, right. Los Angeles has forty-six, so it went down. You know, it's still pretty good. Uh, there's still a lot of hours in the car, <laughs> yeah. uh, stuck in the car. Here <laughs> in the DFW area, we're about forty, forty-one, something like that hours stuck in the car uh, for traffic-wise. But it's mm. a little, you only spent not uh, in my part of town. Really, traffic is more. It's it not is. that bad where we are. Come on, it's where we on our side of town. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's it's starting to get back. Yes, to, it is. It is starting uh, to, to get back to that. Houston is number three, and I know that Houston is a Houston's favorite bad. of yours. Yeah, Houston is yeah. really bad. It's got bad traffic. Yes, bad and weather, bad traffic. I like everything else. I thought you liked it all. <laughs> well, except for the weather. Okay, and the traffic. Okay, yeah. And we're sort of in that period now where in between like the COVID era and the fully open era. <laughs> yes, and it's it's interesting. You look at some of the stats, and it's like. Restaurants are back basically in Texas to a 100% of what they were before mm-hmm. before the pandemic. Office attendance is like 38%. Right, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, and like a lot of that is just like, hey, people, I don't know if that ever gets back. To I don't where think it, was. it does get back to 100, Mm-mm. right? I think people just, you know, they've realized, hey, we can be pretty efficient at we home. We can do it at home. And why mm-hmm. the hell are we going in there every day? Right. I don't, I don't want to see Jeffy. Why would I go, right. uh, you know, if I can not see him? Right. Why wouldn't I just stay home? Exactly. And honestly, like, what if we have Jeffy stay home? You know, he can do yeah, but his work. I want to come in, though. I know. But, I want to come in. And your family wants you but to you come in. But we're to. thinking that maybe you, you should stay home. To. You sure? Yeah, positive. Yeah, just save gas. And if you're going to come in. It's almost like a pay raise to have you stay oh, at home. Yeah. And don't have to spend the, you know, the gas mileage. Yeah, because gas is Wear and tear on your car. And yeah. All those things. We're, this is for you. Oh, we're thank thinking you. of you. Yeah. And if you want to come in, what if you came into a different building? Maybe the opposite <laughs> direction. You know, which, what if we purchased sense. another studio and built it you would 50 do miles that for me? Right. West. Well, no, but I'm sure there's one that exists run by somebody else. There we go. 
888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. In a world that's lost its way, lost respect for logic, law and order, who can you count on? Well, AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, now over 2 million members strong and growing. AMAC believes in the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. AMAC represents courage, faith, and reason in these trying times. They stand for national solvency at a time of runaway debt, national security. With a full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against against the radical left's push towards socialism. That's why now more than ever, it's time to join AMAC. Beyond advocacy, AMAC membership gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts that will save you money. And you'll also get AMAC's great bi-monthly magazine. So join AMAC today. Benefits are great, but the cause is greater. Join now at amac.us Beck. That's amac.us slash Beck. AMAC, it's better. Better for you, better for America. Yesterday, we talked about Bobby Bonilla Day, which is July 1st every year, where former uh, Major League Baseball player Bobby Bonilla has a contract that pays Greatest deal him. of all time. Great. It's awesome. He gets paid $1.2 million from the New York Mets until 2035. He'll be 72 years old uh, in 2035, by the way. And that was instead of getting one $5.9 million deal. The reason the Mets seem to have done it is because they were investing with Bernie Madoff at the time, and they figured if they pushed these payments way down the line, it wouldn't matter. They'd make so much money on the Madoff money. Anyway, that I've heard that story every year, and I love telling it every year, and it's one of my favorite stories in sports. I've never heard this part of it, though. Bobby Bonilla also has another deal like this with the Baltimore Orioles. I've never heard that either. He is making $500,000 a year every year on July 1st (laughs) until 2029 from the Orioles. So he's actually getting $1.7 million plus, almost $2 million a year until until 2029, and then $1.2 million until 2035. I think he should try to defer it again. (laughs) Just be like, all right, now give me $800,000 until 2090. This is the Glenn Beck Program.